Good morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for some morning coffee with Larry, and I am glad that you're here to join with me today. It is Tuesday, the 25th of August, 2020, and I'm actually having, uh, I think it's my last bag of Taylor tea, Taylor's tea, excuse me, that I got from my daughter as a Christmas present. It is lemon and orange tea, and there's no sweetener that I put in it, and mm, just a nice, good flavor. That was a good gift. You know, there's, there's all kinds of gifts that, you know, people want, people get, people give. <clears throat> but, you know, this was a really nice one because it was one that I got to savor over. I think there was like 30 different tea bags in there and just a lot of good flavors. And yeah, that was good. That was a good gift. <laughs> well, let's see. It's a little after 530 in the morning. It is still pitch black outside. Cannot see a thing out the window, so... I am not going outside yet. <laughs> you know, when we uh, still lived in, in town and we had the goats and we would initially we would take turns so that you could sleep in, you know, at least every other day. And I would hit the road at four o'clock in the morning, come up here. Sometimes my intention was to leave the house at four. Sometimes that didn't happen. Um but it was kind of neat being up here and, you know, the stars were shining. Uh, you know, there may not be any moon. Sometimes there was a full moon and you could see perfectly fine, even if there wasn't any lights on. Uh, but it was, uh, those were kind of fun times. I would, sometimes I'd be listening to a podcast while doing chores. Sometimes I just enjoyed uh, the, the nature sounds. Uh, that were that were up here. So, yeah, but today, no, I don't want to go out there uh, with it being dark. But we'll be going out shortly. Anyway, I hope your week is going well. Um, I was, um, yesterday, I, my, my cousin Brad was up and dug a whole bunch of trenches and uh, had a couple of surprises of some uh, pipes that were passing that one I should have known of, uh, and the other one, I don't, I didn't know about it. It was an old, old clay tile pipe coming from the house and we couldn't find anything that the water, you know, flowed from the other one. It was like, Larry, you're an idiot. You should have known that one, but it just never crossed my mind. Um, also, uh, the uh, trencher kicked up uh, a weird-shaped piece of metal that I identified pretty quickly, and it's like, how did it get in you know, the ground that deep? But it was uh, the, uh, a footstep for like a buggy, an old-style footstep for climbing up into a buggy. How was it deep enough in the ground that it was kicked up by a trencher. Uh, and this trencher is not really wide. Maybe it makes a six, seven inch wide trench. But 
that was just hilarious. That was not what I expected. Um, but anyway, still some work to do. Uh, uh, having to get some uh, pipe to reconnect what was cut uh, so that uh, uh, water can flow. Uh, <laughs> waste water from the kitchen sink. But anyway, uh, today I wanted to just share a couple of things. And one is, it doesn't matter who you are or what you do, you're human. And humans make mistakes, and humans get attitudes, and humans do stupid things, and humans do rude things. And sometimes we've got to be reminded of this, and that not everybody will see things the same way and nor does everybody have to see things the same way. But we all ought to practice some basic rules. Now, what am I saying? What am I talking about? There's a lot of different groups, Facebook groups that I belong to. And every now and then I'll go through my list and it's like, oh, wow, I belong to that group. <laughs> because, you know, however uh, Facebook does it, uh, you may belong to something, but if... I don't know if you don't visit it enough times or comment enough times. Oh, pardon me. It just does not show up in your Facebook feed. Uh, but there's there's a few that I see all the time simply because I interact with it more. And there's one group that I belong to that happens to be a therapist group. Now, it's it's a pretty large one. It serves counselors and therapists, and they kind of had a neat way of getting into it. They said, you know, in the future, it's going to cost to join this group. So if you want in, you know, you need to get in, and you can, uh, but you have to invite other people to get in. And it was like that concept of scarcity and getting a bargain. And there's there's close to 50,000 people in this Facebook group. Now, here's the problem with that, is when you got that large of a group, if there's a post that you would like to make a comment on, by the time you read it, there could easily be 300 or more comments already on it. And, you know, plain and simple, no one is going to read through all those comments, and yours are just lost and are going to be meaningless. So most of the time I don't comment. Um, but sometimes I'll read through a few of the comments. Well, there was um, a particular post that apparently pushed a whole lot of buttons. And I won't get into the details of the post specifically, but it was, I guess you could say, uh, tied in with a special population uh, that's out there of people who would maybe want a therapy that is tailored to their beliefs. You know what? There's nothing wrong with that. Does your system have to, you know, as a counselor, do you have to have a system that is so generic that it applies to everybody? No. I mean, we have specialties in medicine, right? You know, not everybody has to uh, be a generalist. Some people become specialists. Nothing's wrong with that. 
And just because you go to a specialist, uh, you know, if you if you go to one that is, hey, this is the kind of specialist I am. Does that mean that the doctors of another specialty should start slamming that one? You know, if you've got a a, a cardiologist who advertises as being a cardiologist and specializes in those particular issues, should the person who is a, a podiatrist get upset because they're, you know, no, it doesn't happen that way. But you can find that out there in the counseling and therapy realm. And that's kind of what was happening. And boy, were people getting triggered. Now, as I said, you know, it's not uncommon for certain, you know, uh, posts to get 300 or more uh, comments. Well, this one, I, I noticed that it had 50-some comments to it. And that uh, as I was I looked and, you know, kind of started with the, the last comments, the very last one said, comments are being turned off because people are not following the rules of the community. In other words, people were not being nice. People were being vicious. Now, this is not, you know, the general population being vicious. These are people who are counselors therapist, licensed or in the process of being licensed. And I got intrigued enough, the fact that they shut down the post, I decided to read all the comments. And it was like, oh my gosh, people. Holy cow. You know, it just kind of reinforced that a lot of people get into the field of counseling or therapy who probably should have gone to a counselor or therapist for a number of years before they decided to jump in and start practicing themselves. Now, granted, every single one of us, no one's perfect, and we're all wounded healers. We all got our own issues, but holy cow, what's that one saying? You know, uh, it was like a Southern mama saying that said, hey, watch yourself, your crazy is showing or something like that, and Holy cow, some of them were just mean, just mean. And <clears throat> I guess it, it, it surprised me, but it didn't surprise me, if that makes sense. It surprised me because that's not how we should be. It didn't surprise me because I also know how people are. And I I remember... <laughs> Some of my professors that probably would have just made, a, I could easily hear some of them making those same kind of comments. Not all, but definitely some of them. So, you know, as I was thinking about that and kind of looking around at things, I came across this little um, meme and it's for schools, and it looks like it's, you know, more for grade school. But frankly, I think it's appropriate in this time, not just for that group, but, uh, but also just for all of us. You know, we're, we're getting ready to go into 
the hot and heavy part of a national election that probably more people are interested in than any previous national election of our recent times. The way I think about recent times is, you know, for me, I'm 55, my lifetime. You know, we've had a long history in the United States of some brutal campaigns. But I just, uh, I think uh, there's a lot of emotions and triggers and uh, distractions and manipulations that's happening out there. And this may be just a good rule for all of us, or or, or uh, list here of suggestions, we'll call them. Actually, the title of it says Class Expectations, and there's four. Number one, are you taking notes? Number one is be respectful. Listen to your teacher, listen to your classmates, wait your turn to talk. You know, when I think about grade school, I think about kids that are so excited to share something, to give an answer, and um, they uh, they just blurt it out. Uh, but, you know, and, and, and I don't find fault with people who are excited like that, because if I get excited about something, I want to blurt it out. But listen to your teacher. Listen to your classmates. Wait your turn to talk. Notice that it starts and it kind of follows down a hierarchy. Listen to teacher, then classmates, then you. Thinking about, you know, what your teacher says. Well, how's that translate? Anybody in authority in your life? Listen to them. Listen to your classmates, listen to your family, listen to your peers, listen to your co-workers, listen to people. See, other people are more apt to listen to you if you listen to them first. If you're just blurting stuff out, people people take that in a different way than if you listen to them and take that into consideration. Because if you don't know what they're thinking, if you haven't given them a chance to talk, you may be just talking out your rear end. Number two, be responsible. Come to class on time, have your binder and pencil, and be ready to learn. There's a lot of learning that needs to take place in school, and there's a lot of learning that takes place after school. Whether it's in the evening, whether it's after you've graduated, Learning doesn't stop, and you need to be responsible for what you do and what you learn. You know, in school, have your binder, your pencil, be ready to learn. As you go through life, as you interact with people, are you ready? Are you just wanting to shout, or are you wanting to be ready to interact? And not everybody has to see things from your point of view. That's okay. Are you looking for division or are you looking for unity? Are you looking for ways to separate yourself from others? Or are you looking for ways to join together? Are you looking for a chasm of separation? 
or are you looking for bridges that allow people who see things differently to be able to work and interact together? Hmm. Number three, be honest. If you don't understand something, ask for help. We need to master everything. If you don't understand something, ask for help. I'm I'm sitting here going, if you don't understand something, ask and don't assume you know someone else's thoughts, mind, and emotion. That's what gripes me. You know I got some gripes. If you've been listening to me long enough, <laughs> super fans, I'm talking to you. Uh, you know I've got some gripes. You know I've got some pet peeves. And one of my my gripes is when we make overgeneralized assuming statements. And they're they're often inflammatory. They're said to, in essence, pick a fight. Holy cow, why don't you just wear a shirt, wear a hat that says, don't talk to me unless you want me to pick a fight with you. Come on, people. That's not how we need to be. There's a time and a place, but is it really all the time? Don't automatically assume that you know it all or that you can perceive it all or that you're point of view is right for everybody. Just like in this this whole posting thing in that Facebook group I was talking about. The, the idea of, well, this is how I do it. So if you don't, you're blah, 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 blah. And if I read that in your, you know, your advertisement, I'd never ever go to a counselor like you. Holy cow, person. Take a, take a breath. <laughs> take a breather. Look at yourself. Look, read your own post or, or your own comment that you wrote. Seriously, is that is what? Do you want to put that post on your advertisement? Put your comment that you made on your advertisement and see how many people will come to you. Ah, <sighs> if you don't understand something. Ask for help. If you don't understand somebody, don't automatically assume you do. Ask people to share so you can understand. And four, be polite. Try to express your opinion in a nice way. Even if you disagree, there's no need to be rude. And that's why the comments on that post had to be shut down. Because people with college degrees in how to help other people don't know how to be polite. They know how to be rude. They demonstrated it. But they didn't know how to be polite. Or at least they didn't express it very often in those comments. So, if I read your comments, what would I see? Do you need to Practice a little bit more on being respectful, responsible, honest, and polite? Or are you doing pretty good? Because you do see the value in it and you do work on that. Yeah. Class expectations needs to be 
written as life expectations. And uh, that's a good thing. All right, people, that's it for today. Hope you've enjoyed this. Hope you have a great, fantastic Tuesday, and we'll catch you tomorrow for another cup of coffee or tea or cappuccino or whatever winds up in my cup. (laughs) Have a good one. Bye-bye.